two, three, four, five, and record. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to the next episode of the podcast. Uh, I am flying to, I'm, I'm getting ready for Edinburgh now. I'm flying to Dublin tonight and then Edinburgh next week for the festival. And I'm going to talk about some of that shit. And uh, yeah, buzzing about flying. I don't really like, well, I used to like flying because, you know, I used to take advantage of the free drinks. I don't really anymore because I feel like a dip. So if I start doing it, but uh, no, but the flight is like, it's a long flight. You, like I joke about it on stage. You're up in the air for what feels like two weeks in the air and uh, and stuck beside people that are coughing and sneezing and I have a cough so I'm going to be paranoid that I'm going to be the one coughing and sneezing and I would take sleeping pills but then I snore I've been told I snore lately so now I'm freaked out because you don't want to be that weirdo on a plane just snoring your head off and everyone hates you and then you wake up oh but then again fuck it I don't really mind but I think I talked about this before because when I flew back here from Dublin the uh I I was aware like you, you get a lot of people on the flight who just, you know, they're ready for a 17-hour flight and then halfway through they freak out because of the deep vein trombones and stuff and they start trying to do their stretches. <coughs> I'm pretty sure I talked about this before. Then, But they don't know how to stretch because they're not athletes. So they stand up all of a sudden and it's usually really old people and it's the most they've moved in a long time because they're freaked out that their leg seizes up or the, tr- the trombones kick in or whatever, the leg is going to fall off and then they have to carry their leg in another suitcase and then you have to pay excess baggage fee to put your leg in a different suitcase to carry that home. And you, you know, you don't even want your leg but you keep it for sentimental value which isn't necessarily like hoarding but it's your leg. Keep your leg. So you see them up stretching doing all this mad stuff but they don't know how to stretch and that's where all this weird stuff they start doing crazy stretches and not like you'd see at the olympics because they don't know how to stretch and this happened now i joke about it and i emphasize it on stage but this i had i i sleep at the eye mask on and earplugs because i can't have any noise or light if i try to sleep and generally i don't sleep on a plane i stay awake for most of it and just because i can't sleep but i kind of enjoy you know when everyone else is sleeping and you just sort of pair at them, not in a kind of sexy way. You're just looking at them sleeping. Oh, jealousy more so than anything else. And I'm watching them having a nice little snore. But uh, I do. I just look at them when they're all, when they're all passed out. And people get people start doing weird things. They scratch themselves. They get over comfortable, over familiar. Uh, which I'll talk about something in 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 a minute about something that happened to me on a flight uh, of, of of coming back. But uh, so you watch them stretch, but I'm sitting there on the edge of the seat with the eye mask on and the and the Fifty Shades of Grey eye mask on and and the earplugs. Uh, all my senses were fucked, and I got this. I, you know when you know something is near you. Not that you maybe I felt the heat, maybe I smelt it. I don't really know. But there was an old man bent over right in front of my face. His arse was about that far, about about four inches away four inches that's i don't know four inches away from my mouth i felt like i was sucking in his farts i don't even think he was farting i was just inhaling with my snores and sucking the air out of his arse straight into my mouth and maybe that's why i'm sick i have this old fucking person fart juice in my mouth so i'm not looking forward to that but i'm on the window seat this time so happy daisies but one of the other flights when i one of the flights when i came back Oh, it was the London flight. So I went to London and then I flew from London. And because I knew my mate was waiting in the airport, 
with my name on a sign uh, I didn't know there was going to be a picture of a dick on it bringing unnecessary attention to me but I knew he was waiting there and I had to uh, uh, I, I knew I didn't want to miss the flight I just wanted to come back here but I felt I thought I was having a stroke like half my body was starting to seize up and my heart was going nuts and I started sweating and looking like a crazy person and I rushed my way through now anyone else would have just sort of accepted it and said oh hang on I need medical attention but I thought if I make it on the plane and I have a heart attack or a stroke or whatever the fuck was going on, then it's it's fine. It's their problem. They can sort me out when I land. But if I miss the flight and then 20 minutes later it was just indigestion or something from a bad kebab I had the night before, you know, I'd be, I, you know, I'd be, I wouldn't be happy. So I thought, right, struggle to get on the plane. I'm sweating and dribbling all over everybody. And this was the one from there to Dubai. And I, I was aware I was stinking, absolutely stinking. And I sat in the middle, I was in the middle, and there was a, a nice lady here to the right, and then there's an old man to my left. Now, as you are on planes, you're, you don't really ha engage in conversation with them uh, at the start, it's just polite, but then the longer you're with them, you're just familiar, you're in each other's armpits more or less when they're reaching up to press the thing, you, you know, so you're very familiar. And then by the end of it, by the time we got near Dubai, we were quite friendly. Like, the old man didn't speak English. I didn't speak whatever shit he was talking. But we had this nice understanding. But what I really enjoyed in that situation was... Uh, I gave him my dessert. I don't give dessert. He gave me some other shit. I can't remember. And uh, we're sitting there eating. And the, and the guy in front of me uh, obviously was finished his food. And dropped his chair all the way back. So my tray went whoop, up near my neck. Right? I didn't even have time to respond. But the old man beside me just stood up and went, smacked the guy in the head in front of me. And the guy turned around. So I'm like, what? And the old man just started shouting at him in whatever language it was. And you can't argue with an old man. So the, the guy in front just sat back down, fixed his chair, and did what the old man said. I can't wait to be that old. I just had a birthday this weekend, 36. I'm on my way. I can't wait to be that old where you just don't care. Uh, you're just, you're fucking, you're just honest. I th again, I think I talked about this before. I can't wait to be the age where I just make random noises walking down the street. Just freak people. Just go, Aah! just freak people out. Just for a laugh. I'm not that far off. I'm not that far off from doing it. But that was, uh, and that was that flight. And that was probably one of the best flights I've ever had. And then I had to have, I used, I had, I had a shower with, with the bidet, with the douche, with the arse cleaner. I had a shower with one of them in Dubai, which I don't know if that's probably, I should, probably shouldn't have done that. But fuck it. I had a vest on for some reason. Oh, I was cold, that's why. I had a vest on. And then you're in Dubai and you're sweating, sweating out your hoop. So I used the vest with the arse cleaner in the toilet. I just found myself in the toilet where there wasn't a toilet, it was a hole in the ground. So I used the vest and sprayed it with the air spray. And there's probably particles of shit on there. And I got myself a little clean. And then I uh, carried on. And uh, and I did stink. By the time I got to Auckland, I did stink. So all of that stuff, I'm not looking forward to flying back. Because, oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I really don't like, uh, I, I don't like flying anymore. Like, my plan is, I get on the plane, I get a whiskey, or two whiskeys, and a red wine. And hopefully... That will help knock me out. I'll try and sleep with that. I probably won't. I'll be giddy. But uh, if I start drinking beer, I'll be pissing up and down, up and down. And especially if I'm at the window seat, uh, that was going to annoy people. But then fuck them. Uh, you know, that's what you get for sitting on the aisle seat. Just be happy you're alive and on a plane. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm going back with no, absolutely uh, fuck all. Because clothes are so cheap in Ireland and England. In pennies and Primark. So... 
or Scotland, wherever I'm going. So I'm going back with very little and I'm going to come back with loads of shit. I never thought I was into buying clothes and stuff, but I'm looking forward to it. Because even when I was back there last summer in Dublin, like they did a few good days, they did a real summer on a Tuesday. The summer was a Tuesday last year. It was a great day. But every other day, is, it was kind of warm, but it was sunny. So because it's sunny and you're drinking during the day, catching up with friends in a beer garden, so you go into pennies. And you buy sunglasses and deodorant for the smells, right? Sunglasses cost fuck all. Deodorant the same, fuck all. You're spending very little money. You go out, you catch up with your friends, you have your sunglasses on. You make sure you're sprayed up. You're not stinking in the heat. And then as soon as it gets dark, you throw your deodorant away. You get your sunglasses, fuck them up in the air. And then that's it. Disposable stuff. Penny sells disposable clothes. So I'm going back to stock up and all of that. And then that's all I need. Then happy. And then I bring back a massive suitcase here back to Auckland to live off hats and scarves because it got really cold it got really cold in Auckland I don't know what well it's colder in the house than it is outside it's actually warm outside but inside the house is freezing because the houses are shit but uh, this is going to be a quick one finally quick one I had someone giving out that the podcast is getting too long because it went up an extra five minutes shut up but uh, no this will be quick because I have to go sort out shit and, uh, and get ready to fly but uh, I'll tell you like we a couple of things we wrote, uh, we wrote another song. We finalised the, the grand finale song. Uh, I'll tell you that in a sec. But the other one was what happened when I was coming in. Now, I told it on stage the other night, so it's slightly, I, I, you know, it's slightly changed. But what actually happened was because when you're flying, uh, when you're flying those uh, long flights, you're like you're up there seventeen hours. In the air, in an aeroplane, and you're going through the time zones, right? But your body clock is a different time than when you land. So all of a sudden, when I landed here, it was 7 or 8 in the morning. And I didn't know, right? But, no, it wasn't 7 or 8, it was in the evening, but I, my body was 7 or 8 in the morning. So I'm walking around, and I have tracksuit bottoms on because I'm not flying in jeans. I fly like a pikey, I don't care, I fly like an absolute scumbag. And then I'm walking through... Uh, I'm walking through customs and I get the morning glory. I get my morning boner, right? One a day, I don't know, I get a few. But no, and anyway, one, the morning glory while you're walking through. And it's hard to disguise it. It brought me back to being in school where you had to try and put it underneath the elastic of your underpants to keep it uh, under control. But then I, I started telling that on stage and it evolved into a routine where, you know, you're going through customs and they say... Uh, it says here you have nothing to declare, but clearly you're smuggling something in. It's boner, and then you say, don't touch it, it'll go off, and then they think it's a bomb, you get arrested. Something like that, I don't really know. But before I go, uh, we sat down and wrote the final song of the show. So when I go back to Dublin, rehearsing the show, hopefully do a preview, and then bring it to Edinburgh, and just go nuts. Just go absolutely bananas. And we, we finalised the final song. And it'll be sang, obviously, when, when we do it and we'll have a video. But I just want to go through the lyrics because it's some of the, it's some of the finest lyrics we've ever written in our, in our short uh, stint as double act singing songs. Now, the song is called Together Forever Together. Now, it was, I think, originally a couple of years ago when the idea popped in, uh, I had an idea about doing a song. Uh, I think it was along the lines of Never Stop whatever which whatever one the other comedian did never stop never stop and something i had some weird idea like that and then obviously i couldn't do it because uh because famous comedian on telly uh had a movie out called that 
So it kind of changed a bit, but it's all about trying to end prejudice, right? Trying to fix the world, trying to trying to sort out the shit. Like we have the environmental song, but here's another one about prejudice and stuff. So it starts off with a little, just a little prelude. Just there's a lot of prejudice and hate in the world. And we'll do this like a big Bono head, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and we want to stop it. We want to stop the prejudice. No matter what colour you are, purple, green, magenta, to be treated different is a lot of shit. Right, and then the music kicks in, which has been made by Alan, and it's uh, it's amazing. He's a genius. So I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing, but I'm going to read the lyrics. So so just so it's there, and and because I'm reading it, then it helps me learn the lyrics. So it's more for me than anyone else. But Michael Jackson sang, "It don't matter if you're black or white," but for him it mattered so much. He bleached his fucking face. That's a true story. Why did he sing that song? And then he goes and bleaches his face. It does matter, Michael Jackson, but you're dead now. Cops keep shooting African-Americans. That's not good. Hey, cops, instead of shooting bullets, shoot love. Shoot love all over the black men's faces. We just want to spread the love. That's it. Then it gets into the chorus, which is uh, weird. So I'm going to skip that until the actual show. Only because I can't say it. It's all oh, we are together forever together never sever whatsoever forever endeavor together That's what we proclaim all oh, together forever together never sever whatsoever together forever together all of us are the same We are the same the next one bigots bigots won't accept transgender people and the other genders of which there are many we find out every day But remember people we are all the same when we boil it down. We're just a bunch of dicks and fannies We're just a bunch of dicks and fannies when you boil it all down it's one or the other more or less unless they have nothing but then they have to piss from somewhere i don't know what's a eunuch who cares we should care we should care about eunuchs they deserve equal we're together forever together never sever whatsoever together forever endeavor together that's what we proclaim oh together forever together never sever whatsoever together forever all of us are the same and then my favorite lyric ever of all time oscar schindler made a list and checked it twice and worked out that Jews were nice. If a Nazi can do it, so can everyone. So let's gather together and have some non-offensive fun. Together, forever, together, forever, ever, endeavor, proclaim. It's a good line because he was a Nazi. And then he changed his mind after writing the list twice like Santa Claus. And go, oh, they're nice people. Which, is, which they are. So everyone, everyone gets treated lovely. That's the final song. And I can't wait to sing it on stage and uh, do the music video that goes with it. And... Uh, 15 minutes, boom. I'm going to go and get ready to fly in an aeroplane. I think this is 18. Uh, so thanks again for listening and sending me messages of what to talk about, which I still haven't really done. And uh, next time I will be in Edinburgh and I'll probably have Alan doing some weird shit with me and uh, talking about the Fringe. It'll probably end up just being like a video blog then of the Fringe. Because I, I watched that Netflix Hannibal Barres thing in the fringe and i've heard stories where people slowly go nuts because we're doing like 25 shows in a row i can't remember we're doing a lot of nights we're doing every night and watching that documentary on netflix there's scenes where at the start he cares about his material he's trying to write material and halfway through he's practically walking out saying fuck you audience i hate scotland i want to go home you know so he's, he's slowly breaking down while doing it so we're ex i don't know we're probably expecting something similar well i am so we'll see what happens uh and doing the podcast or the video blog during the festival you may see one of us or two of us slowly losing minds so uh i look forward to that bye